Welcome to the 11th episode of the King's Road Podcast, a podcast about HBO's House of the Dragon. This is our recap of the season finale, episode 10, The Black Queen. Uh, there were some changes. There were some things different, some things the same from the book, some new things, some old things. Check it, check it out. You know you want to find out what we have to say. Here we go. Welcome, one and all, all of you heirs to the throne. So, before uh, let me get through this, and then I have some, I have some uh, feedback. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. I'm Rob, and over there is once again Kim, and we are the Kings Road Podcast. Uh, did you like this week's episode, Kim? I loved it. Loved it. I loved it. I thought it ended a little abrupt. Okay. I was like, okay, we're getting close to an hour. Is it still going to go on? That's it. I was like, okay, that's a good ending. Uh, but whatever, we'll get to the end. And when we get to the end, uh, I thought leading up to it was pretty good. So I don't know if I want to say I loved it, but I definitely liked it. Uh, where can you find us? We have a website, thekingsroadpodcast.com, on Facebook at The Kings Road Podcast. And have a question or comment or something you'd like to deep dive on, email us at thekingsroadpodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, please give a rating in the reviews wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, speaking of some um, emails, I got a suggestion today from okay. a from a, a loyal listener of ours. Okay. And he said, uh, "We good have doctor. To, no, not the good not doctor. The good doctor. No, okay. um, Sir Thomas Evangelone. Yes. Yes. And he said that we should create a drinking game, especially for this episode." <laughs> Uh, for every time somebody says the word air, because okay. does that count? Does so is it just H E I R or yeah. is it also A I R? No, H E I R. Okay. The hair heir to the heir throne. Heir to the throne. Because okay. I'm pretty sure everybody in this episode at some point said somebody was the heir the to heir. the throne. Yes. And uh, Rhaenyra was. Her son was. Allison's son was. The, King's Guard. I think somebody on the King's Guard is now the heir to One the throne. One of the Cargill twins. One of the Cargill <laughs> twins has become heir to the throne. Well, I have my liquid death here. You so have I your liquid death. So you can drink up some liquid death and, mm -hmm. and talk about all the different heirs to the throne. Um, even um, the sea snake came back and he declared himself the heir to the throne <laughs> as well. I think I'm not really sure. But there were a lot of the word heir to okay. the throne in this huh. episode. So I didn't notice that. Well, if you want to well, rewatch it over the weekend and want to turn it count? into a drinking game, you can okay. have some air counts going on in there and see how many shots you have to do before the end of the episode. Um, he claims that you will be completely inebriated. Okay. Uh, in the 15 first minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's my okay. feedback. You have some breaking news. Do, 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 do. Yes, so the book Rise of the Dragon, the illustrated history of the Targaryen dynasty comes out tomorrow. I pre-ordered my copy back in May. I can't wait. I'm going to be stalking the Amazon delivery driver tomorrow. So do you think it will be delivered uh, tomorrow? Yes. Well, okay. one of my other books that I ordered is 
it's the world of ice and fire, which is the book of maps has been lost in transit. Oh, so I've been stalking Amazon to and make sure trying this one to find not. this one can't be lost in transit. But it's it's fire and blood with full color illustrations, beautiful illustrations. So if anybody has the book, A World of Ice and Fire, it will be similar um, with the illustrations. Very so nice. I'm very excited to get that. So George couldn't write a whole new book. He could just rewrite a book and add more pictures. Right. There they just added pictures. Winds of Winter is still not done. <laughs> we do not have confirmation on the snow show. I did look for that. Okay. We're still waiting. I think probably I would think if HBO is going to make an announcement, they would be wise to do that soon. Yeah. While like all the hype. A commercial at the leading into the last episode yeah, would have been a great time for it. It, it would have been. Yeah. Uh, and but we didn't get even anything. if they just had a title card yes. or something. Yeah. yeah. Something like Marvel does that where it's just like, bam, mm -hmm. you know, like so. Even something like that would have been perfect, or even you know, post credit coming soon, mm -hmm. or next up the snow project, or something like that. Whatever it is, mm -hmm. uh, but we got nothing. We didn't. Now I don't know if you knew this or not, but this finale episode leaked early. Oh, it leaked early. On where? On it, I don't know where the actual leak was. I think Twitter and Reddit had people posting it so it okay. dropped a couple days early and people were going okay. ballistic and spoilers were everywhere everywhere so i which i don't uh, like i know and i inadvertently spoiled oh no it because now when i say spoiled it i knew what was going to happen right you read the more book more than likely i read yeah. the book but there were two things that i did not know Okay. That were, cha I can't even say they were changes. They were just, one thing was not mentioned in the book. The other thing was not specified. Okay. So I, it, it wouldn't have been known to a book reader. Mm -hmm. So they were both surprises to me. Okay. And those surprises were ruined before you got to watch it. Yes. Which is not fun. No. No. Because no. you're like, oh. And I saw people flipping out, and mm -hmm. they were angry, yeah. and they kept saying that it ruined the season, and, um, you know, the one character they felt was ruined by what happened, which okay. we'll get to. We'll get but, to. Um, I didn't have that strong of a... Of an opinion? No. Okay. I didn't. I like to spread false rumors okay. and false spoilers. Okay. Um, for years... Uh, when I would leave a movie theater, especially like I would like oh, to go no. see, I would like to go see like opening day or even like now opening days, now Thursdays instead of Fridays, mm -hmm. you know, even though it's listed as Friday, people still go on Thursdays. Um, so I would always go to like an early showing also because, mm -hmm. you know, people wouldn't sign up right away for the three o'clock or the five o'clock showing. So when you're leaving, there's always people waiting to go in. So we would always say things that never happened, <gasps> like in Star Wars, be like, I can't believe C-3PO was was it blown up or something like oh that. Oh, my God. Uh, so then there was uh, one of the later Star Wars, I think it was episode eight, might even, yeah, seven or eight, one of those two. Um, Trey and I were joking with somebody else before... Like on a Wednesday, we were like, yeah, I hear Han Solo dies. And they were like, yeah, I heard that. And I was like, wait a minute. 
we were just joking. So then, uh, then I had to like look and find out that yes, oh, no. Han Solo does die. I'm like, oh, it was just a joke, and it really happened. I was, so that would like put a that was the karma. Yeah, that was the karma that for the all karma. the years of doing that. The, that the it false actually spoiler the false karma. spoiler karma came back to bite me in the butt. <laughs> So if you want to spread false false uh, rumors, um, be warned. Eventually, they will come back and bite you in well, the butt. Well, and you d- and you know, I thought, well, maybe they film different endings, or maybe right. they film different yeah. scenes, uh-huh. so the actors don't even know mm-hmm. what's going to be put in the I final what movie. Cut. That was there was a couple of movies where they did that. They didn't okay. even want the actors to know. Um, it might have been one of the Spider-Mans because the the youngest Spider-Man kid, he was notorious for giving away spoilers in oh. interviews and stuff like that. But I don't remember what it was. There was definitely a couple of shows where nobody knew. They filmed two or three different endings. So that way, only the director and editor knew what the actual oh. ending was. So that way, if people wanted to try and spoil it or if people were on the set and mm-hmm. whatever, um, they couldn't. So... Uh, That's smart. That would have been great if that was the case, but unfortunately it wasn't. It was not. It was not. Uh, So let's break it down, shall we? Yeah, so this, we made it to the final episode Uh of the season. I think it was a huge hit. Yeah. I think the season overall was a huge hit. I know some people had opinions on some ups and downs, but overall I think it was amazing i thought it was really well done yeah and like i knew from talking to you that there was going to be a battle between the greens and the blacks so i just kept waiting for that not that that's a spoiler because it was in the book but i just kept waiting for it to happen and then it literally took until this episode and even still not really anything drastic i mean other than one thing at the very end but we haven't seen giant battles between them at all. Right. You know, and that's where I thought we were going to get at least one or two episodes of like the battle starting. And mm-hmm. then maybe like a Rocky Balboa situation where Rocky loses the first round, the first fight, and then he retrains and then comes back and wins the last fight at the end of the movie. I thought maybe, you know, the blacks would be defeated all the way down to almost despair where we thought, oh, Rainier's got nothing left and that's when like the season would end for next season to find her they find another dragon or something or whatever the case is and then they wind up taking over or something along those lines but we didn't even get that so no. um it but it was good though it, it yeah and i think this event that occurs at the end of this episode is what sort of kicks off the dance of the dragons in earnest okay, so right. going forward yeah. there will be a lot more battles. Yes. I would not worry about lack of battles. Lack of battles next season, whenever that is in 2024. Yes. Uh, so let's let's uh, we start in Dragonstone. There's a lot going on in Dragonstone. I guess all this takes place in Dragonstone for the most part. Yep, most of it except for the Storm's End. Right. So uh, uh, how do you say? Luc- Lucerius is looking at the map table. He touches Driftmark on the map. And the map table was cool. Like, I thought it was literally on fire. Like, I thought it was another part of, like, the opening where they have the blood going everywhere. I thought this was, like, a lava, like, special effect type thing. But it was it was pretty neat. Um, so he's he's touching the Driftmark on the map. And they're trying to figure out, um, like, where to, to plan their battles for this big... Because they know that they need certain people with them and they need to be able to plan accordingly strategically 
Strategery. Strategery where they want to go. And then we see that Rainier is pregnant. Yes. They sure do like to do it. Um, I feel like she's always pregnant. Um, Luke doesn't want to inherit Driftmark. No. He's, he, I think he still has that, well, if I inherit this, then that means everybody else is dead. Yes. So he's a. And they definitely showed the difference between Luke and uh, what's the oldest brother, the oldest son. Oh, uh, Jace. Jace. Jace Harris. Yeah, Jace and Luke. Even just like body-wise, Jace looks stronger. Mm -hmm. And Luke looks like a younger kid still. Um, And even from the very first scene, you saw when they were standing side by side, Jace had an air of confidence to him. And Luke was like, yeah, I really don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, So then they, they chat about how Rhaenyra is feeling the same when she was younger. But now she feels differently because it's her duty and that she has earned her inheritance. So that was a fun conversation because it was like her, you know, um, guiding him in the right Mm -hmm. direction, which was which was pretty cool. And she was very, I thought, very affectionate with him, very Uh warm, Uh like it was genuine. And I think she she's just kind of telling him this is look, I know you feel this way now, but someday you'll feel differently. And and I can relate because I felt the same way. Yeah. Maybe thinking he'll mature out of this. Yeah, I'm hoping that he'll he will uh, he will really enjoy it after after a long period of time and and want to become mm-hmm. uh, the the heir to Driftmark and whatever. Air. There we go. Take There's a drink. One more air. Chug. All right. Um. Then Rainice shows up. Yes, because remember she had taken off. After the coronation or during the coronation. Yes, on the dragon after the she dragon. came in and broke everything with the dragon. She busted through the, the floor of the dragon pit. Yeah, and then she came back and, and like you said, her armor was really, really cool. Like I felt it like was. you could see it a lot better in this week's it episode. It almost looked like a corset. Uh-huh. It was like a corset and it had like, I don't know, it was it was very cool. Yeah, like it almost like a like dragon hide in the middle of it and mm-hmm. uh like scales scales kind of. yeah it was really really cool it was, it was a really good look for her and she she wore it well she was yes. like she was very proud in it and she, like she looked like like a good leader like you were like yes this is the leader that we were looking for um and she requests an audience it was pretty funny i thought it was just funny when they she comes marching in and she's like i request an audience with rainier and damon and i'm like Okay, uh, you come into my house and then say, I need to talk to you, uh, is basically what she did. So then uh, Rhaenys tells him that her dad is dead and that Aegon has been crowned the new heir. Bam, there it is again, the heir to the throne. Um, and this was emotional for both of them, for Damon and for uh, Rhaenyra. You can see they both were... Rhaenyra was definitely very upset uh, and Damon was very angry. Yes. Very angry. He was like, how did she, how did he die? He Who was there? He jumped to the immediate conclusion, uh-huh. which I kind of can't blame him. Yeah. That he must have been murdered. He had to be murdered. Somebody murdered him. Who murdered him? Yeah. So um, he was. He was the picture of health yesterday, <laughs> and now he's dead. As he had half a face. Yes. No and, eye. Uh, no eye. Uh, no arm. His skin falling off. His skin falling off. There's no way he could have died since we left. No way. No way. He he was golfing. I was out golfing he with him golfing. just last week. I think Rhaenyra was in shock. I felt like her 
reading her expression was a little hard, but I thought maybe she's in shock and it's not registering with her yeah. because she can't wrap her brain around, but I just saw him. Right. I didn't realize it was that bad, even <laughs> Which, though she kind of should have. Yeah, when, she, I don't know. I, I, if you're leaving because your kids are being jerks and your dad is in that shape, that's when you give him your one last goodbye kiss and hug. Just in case. Just in case, because dad, I don't know. It's a long, it's a long dragon ride back. So I don't know if we're gonna make it all the way back here again. Um, but uh, yeah. So and then, she, I think maybe it was just a combination of losing your dad, and then on top of it, finding out that your half brother has now taken over the throne that you were supposed to have when he dies. You were planning, you were finally accepting this, like, okay, I know people aren't going to like this, but I'm going to do it because this is what my dad wanted. And then, wait, what? You had the carpet completely pulled out from underneath of you, and you're like, oh, this is not good. And then on top of it, she's pregnant, too, so she had all those hormones going for her. And so um, Damon demands to know why she didn't burn them all, which was a funny line. Yeah, he, he, Damon was not having it i mean he first of all was the logistics of well how did you get out of there because i think they had to figure out well if you wait a minute you were there and she said well they were they kept me prisoner and and had me locked in my room Uh so they somehow deduced that she she had to escape she had to somehow escape from there. Yeah. So, and he wanted to know, well, if you got here on a dragon, why didn't you use your dragon to just burn them? Yeah, burn them while all you could. while you could. Yeah. Instead of leaving, you could have, especially. I mean, and honestly, like, she broke into the thing in her the the ceremony, whatever that building was. I don't know. Uh, the dragon pit. What the dragon pit with her dragon? Uh, do you hear that? Or is it just my ears? No. Okay. Uh, she breaks into the dragon pit and then she could have easily just roasted everybody up on that, up on that panel and then been done with it and it flew away and then just had it. So, uh, I think it's a, we always call it plot armor. Plot Um, armor. Yes. They had a little bit of plot armor going on there because if you kill everybody now, there's no story. The end. That's true. So we needed that. Um, that is true. So, uh, Rhaenys tells Rhaenyra that the Greens are coming for her, um, and then and then as she's getting all this information, she starts bleeding and then going into early labor. Now, this whole scene with her labor was uh, intense. Mm. Oh, it was very hard to watch. Very hard to watch. Very very. And then she like calls her two kids in, the two oldest boys, because she's like. She wants to tell them what they have to do in case she doesn't make it through this because mm-hmm. she knows her mom died in labor and she knows that this is not a good labor that she's having right now. These aren't good feelings. Uh, I did like the the nurses, whatever they would be called, with their big heads, their big uh, head pieces. <laughs> they were pretty funny. I was like, wow, that's a, that's a big balancing act you got to do there with that <laughs> giant headpiece on your head. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so she goes into early labor. She's not having having an easy time of it. No. Then we cut away, and Damon uh, takes control and starts preparing a defense in case the Greens attack. So now he's he's starting a war. He doesn't yes. care that his wife 
is upstairs bleeding to death, possibly. He's like, oh, no, we're not going to let this happen. Um, so it shows, like, where his priorities were. He's a little were. too eager. Uh-huh. He's a little too eager yeah. to start a war. He, he wants to distance himself from his brother. His brother was uh, Viserys, the peacemaker. Oh. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he doesn't want to be known as that. He wants to make sure people know if if there's a war he's going to he's going to be involved in it um so then uh we see Jason Luke practicing sword fighting on the beach and uh Luke is just kicking Jace's butt which goes along to with what we were seeing well I guess we see it now actually how much bigger Jace is than Luke is um and then who was the guard standing there was that their dad or um, no. Strong? That wasn't no, Strong standing no, there. S- no, Strong's dead. Remember? Yeah, he, I, that's yeah, what, I was like, wait a he's minute. He's dead. Yeah. I don't know who that was. Okay. I think that was just random. Just a random guard yeah. there. Okay. Because um, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, who I thought he that? was. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what? what is going on now? Uh, so, yeah, so they're practicing sword fighting. And then uh, Rhaenys tells them that their mother needs to see them. Uh, and then she tells, uh, she tells them that uh, Viserys has died. And then Aegon was crowned the heir to the throne. Um, and they're both like in shock mm-hmm. and confused all at the same time. Like what? And then on top of it, you get this information as your mom is bleeding out. Yes. From this childbirth that isn't supposed to happen for another two months, probably, I guess. And at least another month once we see the baby. And she tells him, don't like don't let them make any decisions Without my approval, yeah. I have to approve this. Yeah. I think she knew what Damon, Damon might would do. Be, Damon was ready to go to war. Now yes. he was like, "Everybody on your dragons, let's go." Um, so then she then she sends the boys down to to the throne room, whatever room, whatever uh, where the map was, and tells them to go keep your eye on them. Um, and then we see Sea Snake. His favor has broken. Um, yeah, that they get word that the sea snake's fever has broken, and then he's on his way to Dragonstone. He's on his way on a boat. Right. Um, so then Damon says he's going to fly to the Riverlands himself. Jace tells him not to, and nothing should happen without his mother's support. He really like he got strong right there. He, he was did. like, no. My mom said this, and nobody's doing anything about it. And that kind of like made Damon angry because yes. he was like. He's like, some punk kid's going to tell me. And he knows he's strong. The kid's last name should be strong. He's like, you're not even, you're only half of what you should be, blah, blah, blah. So all of this made Damon angry all the way around. It was and pretty- I wondered if he thought they were going to be 50-50. Like, we're going to be equal partners in this. Yeah. I will have just as much power as you have. And when she sort of pulls rank on uh-huh. him... Yeah. He doesn't like he that. He doesn't like that. No. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think because even like later on when they go into private chambers together, um, you can see how much he doesn't like it. So, yeah, I I think he he probably even more wanted her to just be the figurehead, mm-hmm. him to actually yes. make all the decisions, but then her to say it uh, where he's like 75, 25 in charge. Yes. Um, not the other way where he's now finding out that she's saying, oh, no, slow down there, pal. <laughs> um, so uh, then Damon has two Kingsguard swear an oath to Rhaenyra 
with cracks just looking on that was a crazy scene when that that was a, that was a lot of fun um when the dragon was there um the dragon needs you know um a toothbrush i think <laughs> the teeth <laughs> the teeth were all over the place here's me i'm watching it and i'm going how does he even bite with all like but then again you know some of the older dinosaurs not that any of their new dinosaurs because <laughs> Unless you consider an alligator or a crocodile a new dinosaur, but yeah, they have teeth all over the place. So, but yeah, that was really good CGI there. I uh, will be perfectly honest. Later on in the show, I wasn't as impressed with the CGI, okay, as I was with this scene here. Okay. This scene was a really good scene. Um, but I like how he had the two kings guard swear an oath, and they were like, "Yeah, let's go. I'm I'm on board." Um, and it was a good scene because they came all the way out there. And they were like, look, we swore an oath to the king. We don't agree with what happened. And Rhaenyra should be the the heir. And we're here mm-hmm. to support who rightfully should be the heir and not been taken away from. And remember, Damon is the one who started the gold cloaks. He gave them the gold, yep. those golden cloaks. And he made them what they are, yeah. the Kingsguard. And... This, I'm sorry, the City Watch, and he, there still are going to be men who are loyal to him. Right. So even though, as of right now, the Greens have King's Landing, right. there's still going to be some men, some in, men in King's Landing who that are loyal to Damon. Wouldn't be opposed to sabotage and little things like that. Possibly. There you go. Kind of like uh, during World War II. Possibly. Possibly. Very cool. I like that. I like that idea. I'm glad you mm. read the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then we're back to Rhaenyra. She's in even more distress. Then oh, the, this was horrible. Oh, yes. This was so horrible. Um, the baby is born. She, like, yanks it out. The head was very mm-hmm. deformed. It was It was not a good, a good sight all the way around. You wrote down here a girl named Vicenia. 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 Did they say that? No. Okay. They did not. Okay. Did not say that. That's a book detail. Nice. Bam, bam, bam. Book another, detail. <laughs> book detail. Another <laughs> book detail is, and I don't know because I was looking for it and I didn't see it at first, but then I noticed it and I thought, well, that's kind of subtle. I wonder if people will pick up on that. The baby was deformed yes did you notice that yes okay i know the head was all yes. like yes and and the it had like weird teeth but in the book it is described mushroom tells mushroom. us mushroom we're getting all the information all from mushroom <laughs> that the the baby had dragon like birth defects and oh. described the baby as having been twisted and malformed with a hole in her chest where her heart should have been and a stubby scaled tail oh wow so that's according to Mushroom. That's according to Mushroom. But we saw it on the screen, mm-hmm. so I'm going to assume that it's true. Yeah, because the baby definitely had um, weird birth defects in her head, and her face was definitely not good. And also, it looked like the umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck when she pulled it out. So that could have been what, one of the things that had um, a problem with causing the early uh, miscarriage was that the baby just uh, you know choked itself to death or whatever. I didn't see a tail. They, no. And I didn't notice that there was a hole in the heart. No. But it definitely was a definitely a dis, disfigured head, and yes. the face was definitely not fully formed. So, yes. yes. So, 
Uh, half of what Mushroom said came out in the in the camera, and half of it did not. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So there's a book. So they fact. leave us. Yeah, they leave us like maybe Mushroom exaggerated that part. But, maybe, yeah, but that, but we don't I can know. See, I can see that being a thing. Um, so then they she does wrap up the baby herself. Um, that was a sad moment when she did wrap the baby up to prepare her for the uh, burning burial. Um, Cel- yeah, not a celebration, the, death, the um, sort of a funeral, ceremony. I guess it would be. Yeah, yeah funeral. Yeah. Uh, so then we next scene where Eric Cargill arrives with Viserys's crown. This was pretty cool. I like that he stole the stole the crown. Um, even though when they put the crown on Aegon Aegon's head, it wasn't the same crown. No, right? no. Aegon was crowned with the same crown that. Aegon the Conqueror wore. Oh, okay. And the crown that Eric Cargill, Eric with an E, uh, brings is Viserys's crown. So yes. she gets her father's, she gets her father's crown, crown. Yes. and Aegon got his namesake's okay. crown. Okay. So they each have a crown now. They each have a Everybody crown. Has because a crown. they are both heirs to the throne, as we found out in the uh, drinking game. Um,. And he said, I want to light up map table. Me too. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And everybody kneeled except for one person. And that was Rainis. She did not. She stood in the back. I don't know if oh, you Oh, I didn't that. even pick up on that. No. She stood in the back. She wasn't quite there yet. And okay. she stood and she looked. And I felt she kind of had a smirk on her face, though. And she did have a smirk a little bit later on. And I thought, well, I wonder if she's seeing how how this is going to play out a little bit. She's giving it a little bit more time before she makes a decision one way or the other. Okay. So, but she did not kneel. Yes, at that point. that's interesting. Yeah. I did, I did oh, not know. The light up map table when they were lighting all those candles and then they slid it underneath. Uh-huh. I gasped. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And in my head I thought how could I get that as a coffee table? I bet somebody will have to. You're a woodworker. I Can't could. You make yeah, that I could do that. With that all the detail, cool. it uh-huh. would be. It would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I have to charge lots and lots of money because that like was hours a really neat hours. detail. It and was. I hope it's not something that they use once and then and we don't never see it use again. again. Yeah. I think that ought to be a staple. And it going just goes forward. into a into a storage compartment somewhere on set. Because I was thinking, and I don't remember on Game of Thrones when Stannis was on Dragonstone. I I do remember, th- and even later on when Daenerys was on Dragonstone, okay. there was a map. There was a map table, but okay. I don't. I don't remember I don't it ever lighting up like this. Lighting yeah, up, yeah, because this was I... pretty cool that it lit up the way it did. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, it could probably be done with uh, some resin and stuff like that. Oh, I'm thinking. I know mm-hmm. how it's done. Uh, mm-hmm. I just don't have the uh, the skills f- fully to do it, but I could figure something out. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, uh, Rainia, Rainie is Rainira's Ra- cupbearer. Yes, Raina, Raina. Who is the sister of Bela. Who is Damon's daughter? Yes. So her stepdaughter, yes, is serving as her cupbearer. Her stepdaughter slash future daughter-in-law, <laughs> future daughter-in-law, yes, is the cupbearer now, which is what Rhaenyra was before, right? Correct. Yes. So we're showing the the uh, procession, I guess, of the family traits going through here. Um, they have stated the union about which houses are loyal and which are not. Yeah, they did a they did a little rundown of 
which houses have already, I guess, pledged fealty and which ones they had on their side and which ones maybe weren't. But I think that was a, um, I guess, to take take stock of where they stood. Okay. As far as right numbers. Yeah, trying to figure out how many places they needed to sway mm-hmm. to get the majority of the votes. Because even at one point, um, Damon's also talking about they're just counting up the different number of dragons, which is about what you're going to... Yes, uh, that was an interesting conversation, <laughs> yes. too, because they were comparing... Wh- who has which dragons and not all of the dragons have dragon riders at this point. Right. Some of them are wild and some of them don't have riders don't and have riders sea smoke. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen with, with him, but yeah, they, I, I think that was a, let's figure out, let's, let's, let's get down to the numbers. Right. And we saw Lord Grover. They mentioned him twice. They shout out Lord I, Grover. <laughs> I yelled, we better get their hat. If there, I will riot in the streets if we do not get a an on-screen depiction of Lord Grover. Of Lord Grover. He better be hairy. He better have a big beard is all I have to say. Um, and then there, then they do the dragon count, uh, which, uh, which is what we were just talking about. And then the ships arrive. Otto and an envoy. Uh, oh, I thought this took balls. Yeah. This took balls of Otto and... To even show attempt up. this, yeah. yes, yeah. Damon greets them. Uh, Rhaenyra flies by on Cyrax, which was a lot of fun. She was like, "Yeah, what else?" Uh, he offers a term of peace, which was which was crazy considering it's not even his throne to offer peace. Uh, from Aegon the Second, Rhaenyra takes his hand of the kingpin uh, page from the book of Rhaenyra tore out and given her as a reminder of Alicent's love. So elaborate on a whole, that whole scene. Well, okay, so this scene reminded me of the scene earlier in the season. If you remember, something very similar to this happened before. Okay, where Damon was. Remember when Damon came down on the dragon? Yes. Okay. Yes. So he made his grand entrance, and there right. was that showdown. Well, now he's there, but Rhaenyra is the one making the grand entrance on the dragon. Uh, I thought it was a ballsy move of Otto. I don't know why he... I don't know what I was more surprised by, that he did that or that Rhaenyra seemed to be moved by it for a minute because when he showed her the page from the book and it was the page from the beginning of the season where they're out there and they're young girls and they're reading and... She rips the page out. Right. And then and Allison gives says, why would you do that? Yeah. So you won't forget. Uh-huh. And she kept that page all these years, right. which tells me that it had sentimental value to her. But at this point, I I don't know. It's too little too late it's at this point. It's too little too late. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that's, and um, Rhaenyra is kind of like, okay, maybe there's still uh, opportunity to um, make amends here, but she's not going to back down her power um, to mm-hmm. Allison and to to the uh, to her to whatever Aegon. Um, so, yeah, her I can half see brother. her half brother. So I can see where you were like, oh yeah, um, maybe, but it's, it's too little, too late. No dice. But she was 
she was moved by it and you could see the hesitation. Yes. And he manipulated. And when he's pouring all that, your sons will be given high places at court. Yeah. the 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 uh, heirs to uh, you know one son would be given Driftmark and I one would be given Dragonstone and on and on and I'm thinking to myself that's that would never happen right because he wanted her dead yeah so you know I mean obviously it didn't happen but I think if she had accepted these terms they all would have been killed yeah oh yeah they they it was it was all like a like a bait and switch type mm-hmm. situation. They're like, oh, we're going to tell you that this is what mm-hmm. will happen. But then once you get back here, we'll actually kill you. And then it won't actually happen that there way. There would be no way that yeah, they would be allowed. They would be allowed to. No, not even a little bit. Uh, because they'd always be in fear that they would want to take over again. So then they would they would uh, not deal with that even even a little bit. No. Um, so then uh, Damon reminds Rhaenyra that dragons equal power. Uh, Rhaenyra counts the dragons counters that dragons burn everything which was a uh, a little Ooh, foreshadowing yes. <laughs> i thought the same thing yeah. i thought well maybe she ought to look in the look in the uh the future in and the see future, what her great great years. great granddaughter yeah does to king's landing yeah because uh yes they do they do burn everything they do including burn everything. all of king's landing mm-hmm. uh and then he is mad he's mad that she just doesn't she's not listening to him and in front of other people no less yes so that's what make is making him even more angry that everything that he is saying she is countering in front of people and diminishing his power and he doesn't want to just like agree because as soon as he agrees with her or as soon as he backs down he knows he has lost everybody. Every, yeah. So then that's when he says uh or she tells him that rule is more than just a war uh mm-hmm. the song of ice and fire. Uh, and then, well, then, then isn't this, he like takes her aside. Doesn't he like say clear the they room clear, or something? Yeah, yeah. They clear the room. They clear the room. And then that's when she's like, look, it's more than just a war. And he chokes her and lifts her up. Yeah. And he is, he's like Darth Vadering her at this point. Like he is like, no. And this is what you said. The internet went nuts. Ballistic over this. People went absolutely bonkers because everybody on TikTok and you know, other platforms, a lot of people, I shouldn't say everyone, a lot of people are sort of simping for a, for Damon, Damon and they just love him and I guess had him built up to be this heroic. Right. This The hero the, the, of the this day. This dashing heroic, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but then he does this. But if you look back on it, sort of like Daenerys, there have been clues uh-huh. There have been clues all along that yeah. he's not yeah. a romantic hero. That's no. not who he is. No, not even a little bit. I mean, when we first meet him, he's married, hates his wife that he's married to and is having an affair with other people and doesn't want to go home because she's the worst. Yes. So right and away. He goes through he goes through the streets of King's Landing, uh-huh. killing people yeah. arbitrarily. Yeah. He has apparently he kills his wife mm-hmm. so i he's not a good guy no. and the people that have romanticized him in their minds can't accept that so they're angry this was one of the things that when the episode leaked was a big spoiler because that's not in the book okay that does not happen in the book okay the, the choking the choking that doesn't happen 
As a matter of fact, I I meant to look back and see was there any kind of a confrontation between them, and I don't recall there being any type of heated confrontation between them or any argument. Okay. But certainly not at all, number one, where he choked her, and number two, where she brought up the Song of Ice and Fire. Okay. And he knew nothing about that. Yes. Now, I watched that scene twice, and I had to... I First, I thought, did he know about it, and he's just pretending he didn't, or did he really not know? And right. I, I really think he did not know. Yeah, I don't think he knew at all. And he was pissed because he realized... There's something that my brother didn't tell me. Yeah, and and he he would tell his daughter, but he wouldn't tell his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think that was genuine. I don't think that yeah. was. Which means, I guess, that he was in the dark about a lot of this. Maybe his brother didn't trust him, or felt that he wasn't didn't have the temperament to handle such a big secret. Yeah, and I mean, we saw in the beginning of the the season. That he has a bad temperament. I mean, when he was just, we see him just wrangling up what appears to us to be just random people, mm-hmm. and they're just um, giving them crime, saying that they committed a crime. Mm-hmm. There was no real proof to mm-hmm. us anyway that these people really did commit these crimes. And then they're just killing them because they were there. They, oh, you're a rapist. I'm going to kill you. Oh, you're a thief. I'm going to kill you. It could have been some guy coming home from work, working a double shift at the at the mining factory, <laughs> <laughs> making gold rings for the for the royalty. And, you know, they're just like trying to go home and, um, you know, you're just accused of whatever and then killed right away. And earlier in the season, I think it might have been Otto. It was somebody at the small council table that when Damon's name was brought up by Corliss, I believe, said he would be another Magor. Megor right. the Cruel. Yeah. So that's another insight that his reputation precedes him. Yeah. That other people felt that he did not have the temperament yeah. to lead. To lead. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, yeah. So I don't think his brother legitimately did not tell him everything because he didn't fully. He saw how different he was mm-hmm. than than the king was. So, yeah. And he also and, and Viserys. That's his brother. He's known him mm-hmm. his whole life. Yeah. And he probably knows him better than anybody else. Right. So he chose his daughter over his brother for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And Damon probably thinks, okay, I see now that it's, there it's, was things happening behind right. my back. And it's, an, it's another smack in the face. He could have said... 20 years ago that Damon would be the heir to the throne and he didn't he he named Rhaenyra that mm-hmm. and now to find out that he's also telling Rhaenyra extra things that he's not telling him mm-hmm. now if you sit back and think about it he told Rhaenyra because she's the new heir to the throne so she should know more things than you should know but I can see why he would be angry at the same time because he wanted to be in the know being the king's brother, he should yes. know all these things. And so. a man, man, and a man, yeah. yeah. But and he says to Rhaenyra, "My brother believed in those, you know, prophecies and portents, and that's nonsense." Right. And then he says, "Dreams didn't make us kings. Dragons, dragons did. did, yeah." 
And that's interesting because the dragons did in in the sense that they helped conquer Westeros, but the dreams are what led Aegon the Conqueror to Westeros in the first place. In the place. first place, right, yes. Yeah. So it's a combination. It is. So then we see uh, Corals. Oh, Corliss. Corliss. Who is, who is reco- he's still recovering. Uh-huh. Uh, him and... Now I forget who he who is. Oh, his that's, Rainey, that's that's his the wife. Um, that's the um the sea snake. The sea snake is sea Corliss. Snake, yes. yes, sea snake and Rainier. Yes. Rainies are talking. Yes. Um, and sees that his pursuit of the Iron Throne was for nothing. Yeah, he kind of uh, wants to just retire off. Yeah, retire off <laughs> into the let's sunset. Just go home yep. and close off to the rest of the world and and just just be go retired. To, go into the beach. Just go to Florida. Go to Florida. Just drink mai tais all yes. day long. Just sit on the beach and drink mai tais. That's all he wants to do. Maybe go out on his boat. Go f- do a little fishing, and then come back and sit on the beach. Uh, he tells her she doesn't have enough declared allies to win a war. Oh, that okay. Now, when he goes in, he goes into that, I don't know what you would call it, the war room. The war room, yeah. He goes into that war room. He's walking with help of a cane. And um, well, uh, one thing that was funny was when he and Rainey's were talking and she has to tell him, and Damon chopped your brother's head off <laughs> because he basically, he called... Rhaenyra's son's bastards. Yeah. And he kind of made a face like, God damn it. Yeah. How many times do I have to tell him? <laughs> do I have to tell him to keep his mouth shut? Yeah, like, just I thought shut that was up. kind of yeah. funny. He's like, oh, that son of mine. Of course he <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, which is pretty funny. I thought that um, was funny. But then, yeah, so he goes into the, the war room and he and he has wisdom that Rhaenyra doesn't have because yes. he's been around for a long time. He's seen a lot. He's been to places uh in in the world that especially these past six years has. that he's been on this, yes. on this cruise he's been of still his on the step yeah. stones and he has seen things that nobody else has seen so he's giving her some wise counsel here yes uh, and he also tells her you're you will have the full support of my house and my fleet and he has the largest Right, the largest fleet navy. in the in the navy, yeah, or the largest navy in the uh, in the realm. Um, so uh, he controls the stepstones now. He has that waterway, right. and and this is where he says um, we can block off the stepstones yes. and not let anybody out or anything in, and we can block it all off. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which is going to be a problem if that's successful because nothing will be able to get in or out of King's Landing. Right. Right. So it'll be a problem for them, not for for the blacks, not for the or for the greens, for the greens. not for the blacks, yes. Yeah. Um so then uh Rainey says she will take her dragon yes. Melis and go to the gullet and, and go assist to the gullet. with that. Right. And then Jace says no, he and Luke will go as envoys. Oh, okay. <laughs> So this, yes. So Jace is very, he's stepping up. Jace is stepping up. He's stepping Jace up. Jace is, he's like, all right, I am royalty. I am the queen's oldest son. I'm ready to go. Luke is like, uh, can I just like sit over here and read some comics or something? Like, I'd rather not do that. I still have toys to play with. Um. So it was pretty funny. Jace says he'll go north to Winterfell. Luke will go to the Storm's End to Lord Boris Baratheon. 
Uh, their mission will be to remind the lords of their oath and, and the danger of breaking it. And this is what's great. She says, go as messengers, not as warriors. And Luke goes, all right, I'm in. <laughs> you want me to go as a messenger? I, I, that I can do. I'm good. I can be a messenger. That's fine. I'll just go say what you need me to say, and I'll be done. I can handle that. Uh, and then that was where we see the downfall of Luke. Oh, this was, and really they had no business, at least Luke didn't, going on this diplomatic no. mission. no. To go tell a lord. Because if you think about how old is he, like 12, maybe 14, mm-hmm. like he's a middle school kid. Probably a young teenager. Yeah, 13, young teenager. maybe, yeah. if that. So, like, first off, at that age, you could be manipulated so easily. You can be told what you want to think and whatever, and it doesn't matter. And also on top of that, like... If he goes in and says, like he tried to do, go to go to Boris Baratheon and be like, look, this is the deal. You're going to do it. Like, who's to stop anyone there from killing him? Like, other than, you know, the, the cousin, anybody there could have just chopped his head off and had just been done with it. And they've been mm-hmm. like, he never made it here. I don't know what happened to him. We don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. He was here. He left. I don't know. Um, so... It, it was silly to send a young kid. I understand what they were trying to do, you know, and if you have a dragon, you have power. He's got a pretty small dragon. Um, so that was also shown as to, as to that as well. But, uh, so he's like, all right, fine. A messenger I can do. Um, so then we see them and they, they leave. They're like, okay, let's do this. Uh, and she makes a point to tell him, oh, Lord Boros will be so excited to see you. Yeah. He'll give you this warm welcome. I mean, she lays it on really, really, really thick. thick. Yeah. And I knew what was coming. I knew it was coming. And I kept thinking, oh, my gosh, she's setting this up. And out of the two of them, I think the riskier mission would have been flying it should have been Jace that had the riskier mission, and right. Luke should have been easy peasy. But, but I think they were saying that where Luke was flying to was closer, was yes. easier for him to fly there, mm-hmm. um, because they were more afraid of him not making the flight than they were even thinking that anything would happen once he got there. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that was that was interesting, and then and then uh, Stark is a. Uh, uh, Rainier tells him to try and find something in common. Craig. Uh, so Craig and Stark, and I didn't think we were going to see him this season because uh, the Starks, Craig and Stark in particular, will play a role. We didn't see him, but he is closer to Jace's age. They will, um, I think in the book, in the book, I believe Jace is closer to the age of Craig and Stark's brother, um, but that's neither here nor there because they didn't even go into it. I was kind of hoping we would see it, but that's gonna have to wait till season two. Yeah, but it's it, it there it that will be interesting to see. Yes, when Jace goes to Winterfell because yeah, he goes because to Winterfell, see, we're gonna yeah, see Winterfell again. We're gonna again. see Winterfell again. We didn't see any of that angle of it. Um, so then uh, Rainier is trying to tell him, look, find something to have in common with him try to bond with him yeah. because we really need we really need we really need their support. their support we need their support they need the north yeah so then uh so then damon is singing a nice lullaby to a giant dragon 
Um, now is that's not is that his dragon or no? That's Vermithor, and Vermithor, I believe, is the second largest behind Vagar. Okay, and Vermithor was the dragon of Old King Jaehaerys, who okay. was, interestingly enough, was. Let's see. It would have been Damon and Viserys's grandfather. Okay. Grandfather. Yes. He's the one that you see in episode one. He's sitting on a throne, not the throne. Okay. And they're having that great council of 101 AC, and they're trying to decide what right. the, the line of succession will be. That's him. Okay. So that was his dragon. Okay. Because he's he's singing a very long song to him. It's not like he he's knows this dragon well, you can tell he's definitely trying to soothe her or him, whatever, um, and uh, really get it to like him. And now it makes perfect sense, now that you said it's the second largest dragon, because he knows if we're going into war, we're going to need bigger dragons because, um, what's his name, Eamon has... Um, the biggest dragon out there. So we, if we, even if we have four little dragons, they're not going to be able to compare to Amon's one big dragon. I take that back. There is a dragon that has not been mentioned on the show yet that is larger than Vermithor, not okay. by much. I'm looking at the dragon size chart here. Okay. Uh, there is one that's larger. So there's one that's larger, and then. Vagar is the largest, the as largest. we will see. Yeah. Momentarily. Momentarily, yeah. So then uh, Luke arrives at Storm's End, and he marches in like he owns the place. He's like, oh, this is good. He goes in. Uh, he says, I think he says, I demand well, a meeting with with. Uh, did with you see Boris. when Vagar's neck comes up above the castle wall after he lands? Yes. <laughs> So when you see that, I thought he didn't see that. And he didn't think, see this monster oh, dragon. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, this. That must mean that Eamon is Eamon's here. here. Yeah. Because he knows who claimed that dragon. Yeah. He was there when it happened. He was there when it happened. So why didn't he just turn his dragon around and go home? And be like, uh, nope, uh, we'll come back later yes. when he's not here. Um, that was a cool shot to that see. That was a cool shot, yeah. Um, so, and then you also saw like his dragon in comparison to that when that scene was going on and I was like, wow, like, flies, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it was, it had nothing good, uh, was coming of this. And even, even just the, you know, how cloudy it was, how rainy it was when, when he got there, um, just how they were setting it up from the start where he didn't want to do it in the first place. So you knew bad things were going to happen. So then he goes inside, he confronts, um, Lord Boros and who was a dick by the way. Yes. Yes, he was What a jerk. Yeah. He was like, uh, he's like, look, you he can't read. First of all, where's my, you know, he wants yeah. to know where the maester where's is. Where's the maester? Give me the maester. Um, so he's like, Oh, this is what you bring me. He goes, at least when Eamon came, he uh, said that he would marry one of my daughters. Where do you, who are you going to marry? And the kid was like, I'm already, um, I forget what word he used, but uh, he's already committed to somebody else. He's like, yeah, I can't do that for you. Um, and he's like, oh, you bring me nothing except for threats. At least, at least Eamon brought me something. And then the kid's like, all right, well, I'll go back and tell my mom that you said, no, you're in trouble. 
And then he turns around and there's Eamon standing there. And Eamon's like, uh, you're not going anywhere, kid. And that's when he pulls the eye patch up and you see the blue sapphire, the sapphire in there. That was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And it moved, right? Did it move? I don't know if it moved or, or if, if that was, was the like reflection, reflection of the light. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he's like, uh, you're not leaving yet. And he's like, yeah, I am. And he's like, no, I want your eye. You took my eye. I'm taking your eye. And he's like, yeah, F you. I'm not giving you my eye. This isn't going to happen. And then Barrows was like, children, not in my house. Do this anywhere you want to, but not in my house. I'm not having any bloodshed spewed in my house. Get out of here. Go, go home. So he leaves. That would be bad luck for him if he allowed there to be bloodshed under his roof. Yeah. And and if it was something like just cutting his eye out Mm -hmm. where he would be able to return to his mom then you know that she would not be happy about that at all, that that was allowed to happen under his under his watch. And there would be a lot more dragons suddenly showing up and burning the place to the ground. Um, but then the kid is like uh, Luke is like basically running because he sees he sees Eamon and he knows that he got saved in the council room. But who knows? outside the council room if Eamon is going to follow him or not. So he's like running to his dragon. As he's running to his dragon, then you see uh, Vagar's head like moving around and stuff in the distance. And I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be good. Mm-hmm. He tries to take off. It's a thunderstorm. The dragons don't like to fly in thunder and rain and everything else. So he's uh, not having a good time of that. Then you see the battle in the sky. And now this is where it wasn't the CGI. It was the audio that I didn't like. When Eamon was laughing. Oh, he sounded like he's <laughs> the laugh sounded like the kid on a Christmas story that like bullies Ralphie. Yes. What was his name? Um, Scott Farkas. Yeah. He like, sounded like Scott Farkas from A Christmas Story with that it laugh. It was so bad. And it was... It was a very villainous laugh. Very, very exaggerated. Very exaggerated. And even just like the tone of it. Like, I don't know what they were going for. First off, um, Luke wouldn't have been able to hear him laughing from as far away as they were, as they were from each other. Uh, they're flying... In wind, in rain, you can't hear anything. So this subtle, this constant ha 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 like laugh. I was like, "What is this?" And it almost—it was a good chase scene. It needed to be a little faster, though. Like it needed a little. The majority of it was a little slow for me, um, and you could see, and I can see some foreshadowing here. When the storm hit, both of the boys lost control of the dragons. Yes. Because both dragons got scared slash not happy that they're flying in this weather. And they were both like, I need to get out of this. This is not this isn't what I do. I don't do this. Um so with that thought in my head, when Damon was talking to that other to to Vermithor. And you said that it was the second biggest, third biggest in comparison. At least Damon is a much more experienced yes. dragon rider. Yes. So if this dragon is smaller, 
his experience will override the size of it, knowing that he can't really control it very well if there's a battle to happen soon, uh, which, uh, I mean, I, I didn't read the books, but I'm just saying from a strategy standpoint, second time I use that word mm-hmm. this episode, uh, Damon will be able to handle Vermithor better than Aemon can handle Vagar, and I can see that going in Damon's favor. Um, but yeah, both dragons lose, they lose control of the two dragons. They kind of get them back, but then Vagar tears it up. <laughs> he destroys his dragon wings, body parts, children just falling to the ground. And, uh, you saw Eamon was like, well, that just happened. Um, yeah. And and it's not something you can go back and be like, I didn't mean for that to happen. I just wanted to scare him. Like, this is what you said. This is the scene that is now f- definitely setting all the wheels in motion. In motion. Pace now, was- the, the, the... So, when they're in Storm's End, what triggers this whole thing in the book... Okay. ...is they both go there, Eamon comes they're both seeking support from house baratheon for their sides right and lord boros has this group of daughters i forget how many four or five okay he tells aemond you can have your pick he wants to marry one of his daughters to aemond sure and that'll be part of the deal yeah so in the now book, was aemond married or the older brother was married the older no, brother's the older married, brother's to, his sister. married to the sister right but mm-hmm. but uh, aemond, aemond is, is not, not yet no okay. he's single and ready to mingle okay so in the book boros baratheon says you can have your pick and if you want a smart wife, you can marry this one. If you want the prettiest one, there's this one. If you want the wittiest one. So in the book, he apparently kisses them all to see which one he likes the best. <laughs> he makes his choice. One of the ones he didn't choose, one of the, the daughters that he didn't choose, is feels slighted by this. Okay. And she takes a cheap shot at him about his eye. Nice. And says something along the lines of, well, I thought... You know, I thought he took your eye, not your balls. And nice. I want a husband that has all his parts. So this pisses Eamon off. off. Okay. It pisses him off. And I think seeing seeing Luke triggers that sure. you're uh-huh. the one that did this to me. Yeah. And you owe me an eye. And they have this kind of confrontation. Um, the interesting thing is that the other thing that was a big spoiler and when the early leak happened that people were all a buzz about was the fact that in the book, it's not in the show. They made it look like an accident that oh. he couldn't control his dragon. That Eamon couldn't control the dragon. Yes. Neither okay. one of them right. could. Yeah. Uh, because a dragon is not a slave, as we know. But yes. he he couldn't control his dragon in the book. It almost... It's written as if it was deliberate. Now it they it doesn't come out and say he did this on purpose. Okay. There's people outside watching because one of the questions may be, well, how does anybody know? Sure. And it says that that he took off after him. 
uh, Luke and Eric take off and then Vagar and Eamon take off after him. People are watching from the castle walls and they saw blast distant blasts of flame and heard a shriek, a shriek that cut the thunder. And then they see the two beasts locked together. And Vagar was five times the size of her foe. Yeah, they definitely made it out that way in the movie. When Vagar was above yeah. Arax, you saw the how much bigger. Yeah, because that, and even, that was even shocking. when when Vagar bit down on the dragon, like it, the snack. head was the size of the whole dragon. Mm-hmm. So imagine how many sheep that thing eats every day. Yep, that's a lot. And of, all lot it of says, all the book says, is that Vagar was five times the size, and if there was a fight, it could not have lasted long. No. Arix fell broken to be swallowed by the storm-lashed waters of the bay. Now, what's interesting is what happened to Lucerus's body? Was it ever recovered? Well, if there's anything we know about movies, it's if you don't see the explosion, <laughs> the person is not dead. Well, so. and in this world, I think this happens a lot because <laughs> some people said that his head and neck washed up beneath the cliffs below Storm's End three days later to make a feast for crabs and seagulls, meaning the dragon. Sure. But that uh, Prince Lucerus's corpse washed up as well. Oh. Now that's according to Mushroom. Mushroom saw Mushroom saw the body. Mushroom says that the body washed up and that uh, Prince Amond cut out Lucerus's eyes and presented them to the daughter Baratheon that that pissed nice. him off on a bed of seaweed. Nice. So that's Mushroom's story. Some people say Vagar snatched Lucerus off the dragon's back and swallowed him whole. And it's even been claimed by some that this is the most interesting one. The prince survived his fall, swam to safety, but lost all memory of who he was, spending the rest of his days as a simple-minded fisherman. Now, like uh, <laughs> Castaway, the movie Castaway with yes, uh, Goldie Hawn. Yeah, yes. Not Castaway, no. Uh, what was it? It was Goldie Hawn and... Um, oh. Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell, yeah. Oh. Yeah, did you do you remember that movie? I, I kind of do. Yeah. yeah, she she like fell off her yacht and had amnesia. He picked her up. He was like a, in a fishing boat. Huh. He picked her up and she had no idea who he was, who she was, and he told her that she was his wife and whatever. And she was like, "Oh, okay." So she's doing like all these like poor wife things that she was from like I want to say royalty, but she was from a rich family before where she had maids and servants and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, so that maybe George has something. George, ha- George watched us. that he movie. Was inspired. Yeah, he was now the 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 true telling, which is what they refer to as the sort of, I guess, definitive answer, says that none of those tales <laughs> are true. Okay. Just that he died with his dragon. And that he was 13. There it is. He's 13 years of age. Okay. There we go. And his body was never found. Okay. So, and with his death, the war of ravens and envoys and marriage pacts came to an end and the war of fire and blood began in earnest. And that from that point forward, Amond will be known as Amond the Kinslayer. Because he killed a kid. Because he killed. Right. Well, a kinslayer is somebody who kills a member of their own family. Oh, okay. So because they're related. They're related. And that's the cardinal sin yeah. in this world is kinslaying. Yeah. So. And you even saw, like, at least in the show, after 
the dragon ate the other dragon, he was like, oh, I didn't want to do that. I just wanted I just wanted to make him hurt a little bit. I didn't want to actually kill him. Um, I wanted to get back at him for taking my eye. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't the way I wanted it to go down, you know, type of a thing. So Yeah, his face his face was it was obvious that that was not the intent yeah it was not the intent he probably wanted to scare the kid Uh uh-huh and the fact that he had the biggest dragon in the realm he was like oh i can just you know scare him a lot and and make him you know be afraid of me and then Mm -hmm. every time he sees me he'll always be afraid of me uh i didn't really want to have my dragon actually eat him so Mm -hmm. uh overboard was the name of the movie with overboard. overboard. Okay. That was the old one from 1986. Yes. yes, a long, long time ago. Well, that was awesome. I think so George got, got he, that idea from the overboard. Yeah, he he may have. He may have. He may have. And we have the final shot is Rhaenyra receiving word. Yes, that her son has died mm-hmm. at the hands or the claws of Vagar. Vagar. And I think the assumption is going to be this was deliberate. Yes. And and even if Eamon says it was just an accident, I don't know that anybody would believe, would believe that. him because yeah. how many people just witnessed this confrontation where right. he said you owe me an eye. Yeah. So yeah. you know ugh. he's he's angry. Yeah. So uh yeah. So I don't know. But uh that's how it ended. And that's how it ended. Um and now we wait. And now we wait Two years, year and a half, two years or so until we find out what happens next. Um, in yeah. that amount of time, all the kids will be in their 30s. Uh, <laughs> they will have aged up again. Yes. But the time jumps, the time jumps are going to really slow down now because things will happen as a re- as an immediate result of this. Right. And, and remember, Jace is heading north. Yes. To Winterfell at the same time. At the same time. So that's going to be happening in, in the, the first present. episode. Yeah. When, when it, we it come back. It should happen right away. Yeah. Yeah. So we should get that we should get confrontation the re- the at Winterfell. Yeah. To what this yep. news, what happens at so Winterfell. So, how long in the book, how long is the battle between the greens and the blacks you said it's a couple is it a couple of years it's a few years and it goes until let's see so flipping, i'm flipping uh, of the uh the book the what we saw in the first season was um i don't know maybe 30 40 pages of the whole book kim has now flipped through between 60 and 70 pages so far oh okay yeah, all right. So this, I this would say battle is much larger piece piece of the book than the uh, than what the first season was. Well, this would be the rest of the Dance of Dragons. So okay. this could be seasons two through five or okay, four. Okay, depending on how long they want this to go on. Depending on how long. Yeah. Depending on how long. So in the meantime, in the off season, we'll keep our ear yeah. open for news, Plenty casting news. news. Yes. We may have Maybe to come back and do, do an update show in yeah. the meantime. Yeah. Any ca- casting news, other show new announcements and news, whether or not Winds of Winter is done. Right. Um, I encourage if people haven't already done so and they want to get more into the lore to read Fire and Blood so that if you if you want it spoiled, if you don't, then don't. Right. But if you want to know. But if you enjoy it and you want to know what's what's going to happen, it's been pretty close to the book. It's the whole pretty close. The whole first season. There's couple been a couple things. of things. A couple things that are different. A couple of extra things. A couple of things omitted. Nothing that 
have changed it that much that I thought, right. oh, wow, that's really a big departure. Just from some random foot fetish things in there. The foot fet- yeah, that, I, oof, I yeah. don't know. I don't know why. Uh, it's weird. Like why? all of the S&M things were all different. Like the boy standing in the window masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> that was new. The foot fetish thing was I new. I don't know where. I mean, that, the foot fetish thing, all I keep thinking is... I really hope that that has a purpose because right. if not, then that's a really it's st- a really stupid dumb, detail. Yeah, dumb detail. He to blackmailed waste. her with this sort yeah. of. I don't know, yeah. but it seems like a a silly thing to just throw in there if it's not going to amount to anything. At that's some right. Point. If if that's it, you don't throw that out there for no reason. Like you gotta have a reason to have that out there, other than just to kill seven minutes of screen time. Like that doesn't make any sense. Well, like the plot device, the Chekhov's gun plot device. It's like Chekhov's foot. Yeah, Chekhov's foot. foot. Allison's foot is the Chekhov's gun. Right, is the Chekhov's Um, gun. Please make that pay off, because if not, you subjected us to that scene for absolutely no reason. That's right. We did not need to see that if there wasn't uh, a payoff. A really, really, really good reason. That's right. So I think that's pretty much it for the end of the first season. Um. I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I learned a lot more because of Kim and reading mm-hmm. the book. So go ahead and read the book if you want to. Mm-hmm. And just remember, dreams don't make us kings. Dragons, Dragons do. do. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Bye.